Hey, it's Jason. Before we get into this podcast episode, quick question for you. And that is, would a private voiceover community help you? Basically, uh, think of it like a place, like an online community to meet, ask questions, encourage others, and get audition feedback so that you can grow as a voiceover actor and grow your business. Is that something that you would be interested in? I've had some students ask me about it, so I just wanted to kind of put a feeler out there and just see uh, if there's any interest in a voiceover community. If you want to see more details about it and give your input, you can do that at voiceacting101.com slash group. There's a form there. You just fill it out. That's got some questions on it, and that'll kind of give me some uh, feedback on whether or not you're interested in it. It's up in the air right now. I'm not sure which way it's going to go, but it is something that has been brought up a few times. So I just wanted to put it out there and see uh, if there was anyone else interested in it. Again, it's voiceacting101.com slash group. I'd love to get your input on it. All right, that's it. Now on to the podcast. If you're new to voiceover and you get a job, what are the common questions you would ask when you accept the job so that you don't end up sounding like a new person to voiceover? That's the question on today's podcast. Hey, it's Jason back with episode number 11 here to quickly answer common voiceover questions. Today's question comes from Christian. Christian says, hypothetically speaking, I'm a new voice actor. I start getting clients. A client has a job for me. What would be the kinds of questions I would be asking about that project that a veteran voiceover would normally ask? Do you ask questions about how they want the raw data processed, or is that something that you're expected to know? And what would be the common questions you would ask when you accept the job so that you don't sound like a new person to voiceover? Thanks for your question, Christian. So you want to seem like you've got your stuff together and that you've done this before. I get that. So to quickly answer your question of do you ask questions or is it just something that you're expected to know pretty much for any question? My answer is this. All clients are different, so it's okay to ask questions, but you never want to slow a project down or overcomplicate things by you know having a long list of questions every time you get a job. So I think you should have a standard process of doing voiceover, and then if something comes up, you just adjust based on the need of that specific client. And I think that there are two types of clients I've come across. So there's one kind of client that knows exactly what they want, from the words that they want emphasized in the script to the file bit rates and all the the nitty gritty details of the voiceover. And then you have those other clients that kind of leave it up to you and they just expect you to have the expertise to know what's best for them. So I handle projects in three stages. Basically, it's the quoting stage, it's the direction stage, and then the delivery stage. And I only ask questions as I need to know the answers if they haven't already come up, like if I haven't, you know, picked up on a clue along the way. In the quoting stage, that's the first stage. And really, they just want to know, the client just wants to know, am I available to do their project, right? That's one of the questions that they're going to have. They also want to know the cost and they want to know how soon I can have it back or can I meet their deadline. All the projects you ever get, all the new projects you ever get, those are the questions that they want to know. Are you available, the cost, and how soon can you have it back? Those are the three main questions that they're going to have for you. So you don't have any questions for them yet, but those are the questions that they have for you. So for this stage, you know, in order to answer those questions, I need to see the script. And if the script isn't complete yet, I at least need to know a word count. And I go by 150 words per minute. 
So that's kind of how I can gauge how long a script is going to be. And that's not that disclaimer, fast-talking type of read speed, and it's not the dragging all your words out to get to a minute kind of speed. It's just a natural speed, 150 words per minute. I also want to know the usage. You know, is it going to be for broadcast? Is it like an internal thing? Is it an audio book? And I want to know about the script itself. First, I want to check for conflicts to see if I'm able to record for the project. Like a quick example... So I do commercials for a credit union in a medium-sized market. And out of the blue, a couple months back, another credit union contacted me. And I was looking them up. I saw the area where they had locations. And it was kind of close to another uh, credit union that I did work for. So I checked with my client. And sure enough, they were direct competition. So I had to you know, immediately tell them about the conflict so that they could find somebody else to do it. Uh, and second, you know, I want to know, like, is it a project that I want to be a part of? There's some scripts, some projects out there that you just may not want to be associated with. Maybe it's for religious reasons or political reasons, or maybe the script just goes against your conscience, and it's not something that you want to use your voice to promote. So that answers the question of, are you available? You know, not only are you not on vacation and you're near a studio and you can do it, but also, do you have any conflicts? And do you want to be a part of the project? And I can answer those questions by looking at the script itself. All right, so that answers if you're available on the cost because you know what the project is. But regarding the deadline part of it, it's not typically a question that I ask. I don't just come out and say, what is your deadline for this project? Because I think that slows the process down. So when I give a price, I say, you know, I can have this turned around within X number of days. And honestly, I treat all projects as a rush project because so many are. So I just end up giving them my best turnaround time frame that I can. And most of the time, it's going to be faster than what they expect or what they need, so they're fine with it. But if they do need it sooner, they'll usually just ask me if I can make it a super rush, and I try to do the best that I can. Now, sometimes if they've provided a script, I'll also include a very short sample voiceover during this stage. And this serves as kind of a starting point of what they can expect the final voiceover to sound like. And they can tweak it in the next stage, but it's just a good base for giving direction. So that's the quoting stage, which really isn't about asking them questions. It's more about just answering the questions that you know that they have. And you do that by telling them if you're available, you tell them the cost and how soon you can have it done. Then if everything goes well, the next stage is you're hired. And this is when you start getting directions or you start getting into the more of the details about the script. You know, you want to make sure that you end up with a satisfied client and you need to know what they want exactly. That's how you do it. You know exactly what they want. You provide exactly what they want. And then you're going to have a satisfied client. So if you've given them a sample in the quoting stage, many times they'll just say, you know, do it exactly like the sample that you sent. You nailed it. And maybe they'll say it was great, but, you know, go a little slower, maybe go a little faster. Pause after here. We want to add a comma. We want to uh, add more excitement to this sentence. They'll uh, tweak it and give input on how to improve it and how to make it exactly what they want, just based on your sample that you sent. And the question that you really want them to answer is, you know, how do they want it to sound? If they can describe that sound to you and then you can use your skills to perform that sound, then you're going to have a satisfied client. So the most important part of this stage is uh, the direction on what they want, finding out what the direction is that they want you to follow. And you don't have to directly ask that question. If there's a sample on your demo, uh, maybe they want you to match it. Sometimes this will come up during the quoting stage. 
But if not, now is a good time to ask and just make sure that you're on point with what they're expecting from you. And some clients are going to want to do a live session and they'll direct you as you record, which I think is great because then they can make adjustments right there on the spot and it prevents having to come back and do extra takes or uh, complete redos of the script. So at the end of the project, you want the client to think, you know, you nailed the read and you can if you know exactly what they want it to sound like. So that's why it's just important to figure out what they want in this stage of the voiceover process. And then the final stage is the delivery stage. And now is when you can ask them about file type, uh, the file type that they prefer. Some like MP3s because they're small files. Others like WAVE or AIF because of the high quality. So it's just a good time to ask them which file type they prefer. And another common question at this stage is, do you want it completely dry or do you want the voiceover processed? And this depends on your audio chain. I do some very light processing in post. In other words, it's recorded dry and then you use some software to add some processing in. And some clients don't want any EQ or compression done to the voiceover and that's called dry. They just want it dry. They're going to handle it. Usually they have an engineer who's going to do a final mix down. Maybe they're mixing your voice with a couple other voices. So they're going to EQ it and make everybody sound like they're in the same location. Other clients who aren't sure whether they want it dry or processed, usually I just process it so it sounds more even. And like I said, my processing is very light, so they may not even notice it. So those are the normal questions that come up when you're working with a client for the first time. In general, you know, I think clients appreciate you asking questions, so don't worry so much about sounding like a newbie. But most clients want you to do what's normal. So I would suggest you just come up with a process that works well and then only adjust it if you have a request from a client. You don't have to give them 15 questions from the get-go. Just go through it like you normally would unless something comes up and then you can make that adjustment. And if something does come up, if a client has something specific, you don't, you never know if you're going to work with a client again. So you always should uh, save those details. I do it in Spitfire CRM. I have contact records and I just save uh, little notes in there to remind me about how the client wants things done specifically for them. If you're not using a CRM, then you could just create like a text file and save it in the file where you're saving the client files. All right. So hopefully that answers your question, Christian. If you have a voiceover question, record it in your studio on your phone or however you can, and then upload your MP3 to me using the upload button in the link section below. The question for you, what questions do you ask first-time clients? Let me know in the comments section below. Thanks for listening. Have a great week.